Hey everybody, we back again. I'm back. Spencer. Shut up. <laughs> of course, we have our licensed clinical therapist, Nas. Hello, Dr. Nas, people. Doc, Dr. Nas. Yes. The vivacious, the lovely, the supple. Rough. <laughs> Rough and tumble. <laughs> All right. And this is the Different Spectrums podcast where we talk about movies, shows, and all the mental health aspects that surround them. Uh, we also like to have some laughs. So don't take us too seriously. Or do. But today's going to be a fun one. So you're going to laugh. And if you don't, today's today's not for you. I want seriousness all the time. There you go. All right. And uh, before we get into it, check out Bub's Naturals. It's one of our sponsors for the show. Uh, and also, Cure Hydration. Great hydration packs you can put into your water. Delicious. I'm drinking it now. I got grapefruit. Oh, you're so now hydrated. The variety pack. There you go. I'm so hydrated right now. I can I see no it in idea. your skin. Yeah. It's not oily for once. <laughs> All right. Damn, so, I need to get some. <laughs> Black don't cry. Um, so go check out Cure Hydration and Bubs Naturals and use our code DSP20 to get 20% off your entire order. DSP20. Use it. Use it. Uh, also, don't forget to check out our merch. We have a lot of fun stuff. Um, and we keep on creating things just for you, just for all of you viewers out mm -hmm. there. So go check it out. Buy some of it. Spread the word. Spread the word. Spread the word. Like Jehovah Witness, spread the word. Yep. Go knocking on doors and say, <laughs> different spectrum podcast, and then just run away. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So today we have our regular guest. She's a licensed clinical therapist. It's Vic, everybody. Yay. Woo. Woo. Thanks a bat. for having me back, guys. She just hit a bat. I don't know. <laughs> she got to beat them. Run. She got to beat the men off her these days. You know, she's good looking. Any particular reason? <laughs> <laughs> a reason? No, you know, she a couple just... upgrades, you know? <laughs> she did. She's coming in. She's having a glow up. I'm going to look it. good. Glow yeah. up. Yeah. Two pair. Of upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh my goodness. So, Victoria's Secret. She's right. Yep. Not a sponsor. Ignore uh, her. All right. I'm no, no, no. I gotta get into this. Hey, you never know. No, no. All right. Hey, so, I'll wear it. Shit. Shit, I look good. That's a different conversation for a different day. Okay. Right. So today. As you can see by the poster, usually of what we're about to watch, it's Shrek, everyone. We're watching Shrek, um, the first movie of the four-part series. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah, four, five soon, but whatever. Um, and today, we're going to be talking about layers. We're going to be talking about isolation and self-hate yeah. with other issues in there yeah. um yeah you know we'll we'll, we'll get to them yeah. um yeah so we're maybe gonna be talking about shrek a little bit of donkey in there a little bit donkey um but yeah nazir anything before we get into the clips 
as you see that we're wound up today, folks, we've been just having some fun for the last hour and a half in pre-production. Um, excited to talk about this. Uh, we just randomly landed on Mike Myers, and then we're like, hey, let's do Shrek, because I know it's super famous, and a lot of my neurodivergent clients love it. Um, as one of my students said today, I said, Shrek? Oh, he's autistic as hell. I said, okay. So I will bring this up in the podcast today. So we had a good discussion. Um, so let's get into it. Before we do that, shout out. Obviously, I'm going to keep doing it. California, Minneapolis, Jersey. Thank you for listening. New York is now creeping its way up there uh, into the pod. And then Texas slowly creeping its way up there. So appreciate it. And the link tree. Go in there. If you're a therapist, listen to the pod, which I know a lot of you are now. Because of our episode that was a smash hit, the shrinking episode, a lot of therapists are coming into the page now. So if you're not, if you're new to the page and you want your therapist, go check out that previous episode that we did with Dr. Lakeith. Um, but hang out with us today. Look at the resources. Let's do it. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Whoop. She just can't. You can't give me two, can you? You just can't do it. Like, whoop. It's, whoop, whoop. it's two whoops. There it is. There. <laughs> I got whoop, whoop. Hey everyone, before we get into the show, please check out our collaborator, Bubs Naturals. They sell a variety of health and wellness products, including collagen peptides, MCT oil powder, coffee, apple cider vinegar gummies, and other amazing products. Go to bubsnaturals.com and use our code DSP20 to get 20% off your entire order. I just ordered their apple cider and vinegar gummies, and I'm excited to try them. If you are looking for a high-quality, all-natural health and wellness product, Bubs Naturals is a great option. The company offers a wide variety of items that are designed to improve overall health and well-being. So go check them out, and remember to use our code DSP20 when you check out. And with that, let's get into the show. Okay, let me get this straight. You're gonna go fight a dragon and rescue a princess just so Farquaad to give you back a swamp, which you only don't have because you filled it full of freaks in the first place. Is that about right? You know what? Maybe there's a good reason donkey shouldn't talk. I don't get it, Shrek. Why don't you just pull some of that ogre stuff on him? You know, throttle him, lay siege to his fortress, grind his bones to make your bread. You know the whole ogre trip. Oh, I know what. Maybe I could have decapitated an entire village and put their heads on a plate. Got the knife, cut open their spleen, and drink their fluids. Does that sound good to you? Uh, no, not really, no. For your information, there's a lot more to ogres than people think. Example? Example? Okay, um, ogres are like onions. They stink? Yes. No. Oh, they make you cry? No. Oh, you leave them out in the sun, they get all brown, start sprouting little white hairs. No. Layers. Onions have layers. Ogres have layers. Onions have layers. You get it. We both have layers. <sighs> oh, you both have layers. Oh. You know, not everybody like onions. Cake. Everybody loves cakes. Cakes have layers. I don't care what everyone likes. Ogres are not like cakes. You know what else everybody like? Parfait. Have you ever met a person you say, hey, let's get some parfait. They say, hell no, I don't like no parfait. Parfaits are delicious. No! You dense, irritating, miniature beast of burden. Ogres are like onions. End of story. Bye-bye. See you later.
Parfaits may be the most delicious thing on the whole damn planet. You know, I think I preferred your humming. Do you have a tissue or something? Because I'm making a mess. Just the word parfait made me start slopping. And uh, that one, that's throwback. The only ogre to ever spit over three wheat fields. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hey, can you tell my future from these stars? Well, the stars don't tell the future, Donkey. They tell stories. Look, there's Bloodnut, the flatulent. <laughs> you can guess what he's famous for. <laughs> All right, now I know you're making this up. No, look, there he is, and there's the group of hunters running away from his stench. Man, that ain't nothing but a bunch of little dots. You know, Donkey, sometimes things are more than they appear. Hmm? Forget it. Hey, Shrek, what we gonna do when we get out of swamp anyway? Uh, our swamp? You know, when we're through rescuing the princess and all that stuff. We? Donkey, there's no we. There's no our. Mm -hmm. There's just me and my swamp. And the first thing I'm gonna do is build a ten-foot wall around my land. You cut me deep, Shrek. You cut me real deep just now. Hey, you know what I think? I think this whole wall thing is just a way to keep somebody out. No. Do you think? Are you hiding something? Never mind, donkey. Oh, this is another one of those onion things, isn't it? No, this is one of those drop it and leave it alone things. Well, why don't you want to talk about it? Why do you want to talk about it? <laughs> why are you blocking? I'm not blocking. Oh, yes, you are. Donkey, I'm warning you. Who are you trying to keep out? Just tell me that, Shrek. Who? Everyone, okay? Oh, now we're getting somewhere. Oh, for the love of Pete. Hey, what's your problem, Shrek? What you got against the whole world anyway? Huh? Look, I'm not the one with the problem, okay? It's the world that seems to have a problem with me. People take one look at me and go, Ah, help, run! A big, stupid, ugly ogre. They judge me before they even know me. That's why I'm better off alone. You know what? When we met, I didn't think you was just a big, stupid, ugly ogre. Yeah, I know. So, uh, are there any donkeys up there? Well, there's, um... Gabby, the small and annoying. Okay, okay, I see, I see it now. Yeah, the big shiny one, right there, right? That, that, that one there. That's the moon. Oh, okay. Fare thee well, ogre. Shrek, what are you doing? You let me get away. Yeah, so what? Shrek, there's something about it that you don't know. Look. I talked to her last night. Jeez, yeah, I know you talked to her last night. You're great pals, aren't you? Now, if you two are such good friends, why don't you follow her home? Shrek, I, I want to go with you. Hey, I told you, didn't I? You're not coming home with me. I live alone. My swamp. Me. Nobody else. Understand? Nobody. Especially useless, pathetic, annoying, talking donkeys. But I thought... Yeah, you, you know what? You thought wrong. Trick. <laughs> All right, and we're back. We're back.
and we're live, we're live like a like. A... I can't think of nothing. He says it's intentional, folks. I don't believe him. I really don't. No, I literally couldn't think. think of nothing. It's like, <laughs> see, I didn't have one. <laughs> I mean, we're live. All I could think of was Cheetos. So, all right, we're live like a Cheeto, like a hot Cheeto. Oh, there you go. Look at that. Spicy. I don't like hot Cheetos. Well, first black person to say that. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. Me not be black at all. <laughs> On the vibe. Hot sauce. Ew. <laughs> that too. See, told you. You don't like hot sauce? I don't that's eat a, hot food. That's just oh, a I, sin, really. Oh, okay. We've been over this. All right. I try. I try to keep up my cousins when I was a kid. And I was you like, couldn't do oh, it? They're eating it. Let me eat it so I can be cool. No, I was having an asthma attack every time. Oh, you did tell us that. Yeah, I didn't know it was serious. Yeah. You legit die. Yeah. Well, at least now I know your weakness. Yeah. yeah. Spicy. He's going to try to kill me with spicy food now. I just got to put some. You no, know, I like to eat. Yeah, I just got to <laughs> sprinkle some some seasoning on it. You're like, <laughs> crack? Some crack. Yeah. All right, people. So, All right. crack chicken is a thing. All right, here we go. Um, so, we took a look at three scenes. First one being about talking about onions and how you have layers. Love how ogres have layers. It's deep. It's really deep, people. But not really. <laughs> so, they start yelling at you <laughs> if they piss you off. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, and then kind of going from there, uh, we have a scene where they're looking at stars, and Donkey's really pissing them off, <laughs> and so he's tr Donkey's trying to get him to open up and like really get, dig deep and talk about what's the problem, and uh, he actually does. Shrek actually talks about his problems and what you know he's kind of going through. Onions. He's layered. He's multi-layered. He's layered. He has so many layers. So many layers. Um, and then, of course, our last scene is where Shrek gets angry at Fiona and uh, really goes off on a tangent. <laughs> um, and then Donkey's like, what about our swamp? Like, we're good. Let's go. Let's go back to our swamp. He's like, no, it's not our swamp. It's my swamp. So now he's really trying to isolate himself away from everybody now. He's finally making sure since he has his land back, he's going to he's going to be by himself now. Off and then the sad song plays. All right. So a little bit of backstory on Shrek the movie. If you haven't seen it, go see it. It's easy, first of all. To who? Um yeah. Um second of all, Shrek is all about this ogre who's who lives by himself, who scares everyone that's near him, right? Um, and and then all of a sudden, all of these fairy tale creatures get onto his land, a bunch of, a lot of different ones. Um, get off my swamp. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, and now he's trying to find a way uh, to get them all off his land um, so he can finally be by himself. And then he meets Donkey, who's donkey. a talking donkey. That's about it. Yeah. I'm making waffles. He's a talking ass. That's what my father calls me. There you go. See? Works out <laughs> well. Um, and so now he has to go to this this guy, Lord Farquaad, um, who put all of these fairy tale creatures on uh Shrek's land and 
Lord Farquaad says, hey, you have to bring me back uh, Fiona, who's in a castle guarded by a dragon. Blah, blah, blah. They go through it. <laughs> Action ensues. Um, and then, yeah. And then now uh, Donkey becomes a lot more French. It's more of a friendship at the end of the movie, right? Yeah. Um, you know, it, the whole story is pretty much about how someone who doesn't get happy endings finally gets a happy ending, right? Well said. It's literally, it's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, what type of happy ending? Jesus fucking <laughs> oh, Let's get into it, shall we? Um, let's talk about the first scene. Uh, what are some things that you really picked up when watching the scene about onions and layers? Don't you know, Vicky? What type of layers do you have? It's just Irish. It's close I got. Okay. I, I have Irish. I have some Irish in my blood. Are you? Um you're light skinned. I, I do. I'm light skinned. Okay. Uh no, I do like fifteen percent. So someday I will go to Ireland. Jesus. Oh, you gotta um, go to Ireland. It's gorgeous. Be cussed out racially. You been? Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Well, we're gonna have to you have to tell me more about that trip. Okay. Side quest right there. Maybe That's not what... on the fucking show. Let's get to it. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm sorry. Fucking I'm sorry. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Layers. So, and watching uh, the first scene, um, Shrek was talking about I'm like an onion, and there, there's layers. So, essentially, if you, we all have like a friend or a family member that's really difficult to, you know, have deep conversations with, or Spencer. they don't really emote. Um, and so it's like over time, you get to know that person, and and you know they'll eventually open up. Yep. Um, with Strike, throughout the movie, you get Donkey to you know get him there, and it's sometimes we have difficult clients that have lots of layers, and they have layers for a reason because that might be trauma, might be substance abuse, uh, work issues, family issues, you name it. So. Yep. And therapy, if you can get people to work on those layers, one layer at a time, they can really do a lot of self-reflection and you can see a lot of growth. So that's what I took from the scene. Okay. When Donkey's like, onions, layers, what are you talking about? That's what he's talking about. Uh, Spence, immediately when we talked about Shrek in the, pre in the post-production a, a couple of weeks ago last week, we talked about Shrek, and then he immediately was like, let's do the layers, and then me and him talked about the gingerbread, and then you talked about the gingerbread man today, so right, we'll do that as a reel. Uh, so I seen this scene, I was like, well, this obviously is a good scene. Uh, everyone is layered. Everyone is layered. There, There's different pieces to us that we everyone gets to see, and the people that are the closest to you get to see the deeper core foundations of who you are and what you are. They get to see your core thoughts, uh, things that you withhold from everyone, um, right? Cause you don't tell everyone everything. You, you tell acquaintances a few things, these other people, a few things. Was it too loud? Yeah. No, I was just turning it up so I could hear better. Oh God. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> Another edit? <laughs> no, I didn't want to like return my phone. So I was like, I'll just, you know. No, you're good. I'll have to edit again. This will be a fun one to edit. I'll do this one tomorrow when I'm not at work. Um, so it's these core foundations and layers, uh, as 
Sheldon Cooper would say, uh, you know, there's this layer, there's layers of trust. So you've got your, you know, you, people that you know at work, then you got your really good friends, then you got like your romantic partner, then you got like, you know, maybe mom and dad, and then you got your doctor. And she's like, doctor, doctor's further down than me. He's like, yeah, of course. You're like, I'd tell him about, you know, some body issues that are going on. You don't need to know that. And he said, this little tiny dot, that's just my inner thoughts where I keep things from everyone. She's like, you keep secrets from me? It's like, yes. So this layers of trust, it's pretty normal. Um, but he's a multi-layered individual. Uh, I enjoy the scene because everyone's going to feel like this. Um, but specifically... I'm not going to therapize it too much because I want to ask a follow-up question. Um, I like Donkey in this scene. He's just like a kind of annoying little therapist trying to break down all those layers. But like, what about this? Oh, onions. People don't really like onions, though. Like, they smell really bad. They're kind of rotten in the sun. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not really an onion person. You're more like a cake. You're sweet. to the, you, you give people diabetes. Because you're so sweet. Thanks. <laughs> like, wow, I have to take insulin. Thank you. Appreciate that. You're so sweet. Not fun, uh, by I the have way. Yeah. Medically, take <laughs> insulin every yeah. day. But you know, you're happy, so you make people happy from the sugars. Uh, and then he's like, "I'm not like cake, damn it." Um, I think that's a therapist trying to change people's minds, their identities, and who they believe that they are. And then you fall into something like they don't really like. So they know, okay, all right, well, fuck it. We'll get rid of the cake. Parfaits. Layered. Parfaits are delicious. Everyone likes parfaits. Not and really. they're, they're healthier. Don't. You don't? God damn it. What do you like? Jesus Christ. Hot Cheetos, <laughs> no. Spice, no. You're killing me, Smalls. You're killing I like candy. I like candy and probably some like know, fucking cake. terrible candy. I like cake. I love you like cake. cake? I oh, love okay. Pop Rocks. I do. I can't. If I go to someone's wedding, I'm like, where's the cake? I go oh, to there we go. Party, so now we Where's the cake? Like, I like cake. cake. So, you know, so the parfait thing wouldn't land on you, but the cake, you would be like, yeah, I'm like a good cake. There we go. Now we know. Uh, I could see me working with clients like Spencer. You, Spencer, let's be real. If I was your therapist, yeah. Spencer, you would be yeah. like, this guy's a psychopath. You would never allow me to therapize you. I'd probably just be laughing all the time. <laughs> um, un uncomfortably. No. Even though he's uncomfortable by his him. laughter. Yeah, you'd be like, no, bro. No. Okay, psycho. Yeah, you're like, I'm not coming back. You're like, that, that fat dude's in there talking about cake and parfaits. <laughs> <laughs> he just won't stop. He yeah. wouldn't stop talking about parfaits. <laughs> Nobody even makes parfaits anymore. I know. I think it was at McDonald's for a while. It's like it. You might see it in like Kroger. I think it's still uh, there. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was donkey. All right. <laughs> Parfait conversation. Move Parfait. on. It's done. Move. It's just funny. Donkey is the ADHD therapist. 100%. The neurodivergent therapist, like me, that likes to go on little side quests and pokes holes in things. I'm like, look, 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 look. The client's like, what the hell just happened? Perfect. Uh, I felt like Donkey in a lot of this show. So I got a question for y'all. What? Layers. Yeah, what about layers? Do you have them? And would you identify 
what what layered item would you I identify know, it's as? Just a really dumb question because you're laughing through it. Are you an onion, Spencer? Are you a an apple? Are you an orange? Are you a coconut? Coconut. Yeah, I just have a bunch of white stuff. <laughs> I mean, technically, this is white meat, you know. Yep. It's not actually white meat because I'm pretty sure all the meat inside what is like red. I love this podcast today. I needed this. I needed this. <laughs> Bear with me. This would be a good icebreaker. If you were a food-like substance or any substance, Spencer's like, I called you Colin. Spencer's like, I'm a grenade. <laughs> Just blow your head off. I hope you die. <laughs> Uh, so metaphorically, if you were something, what would it be? And if you do have layers, what technically would they be? We've technically been over this a little bit before me and Spencer and how it, we're like judging and assessing, but I want you two just to talk about it real quick and then uh, we can move on. Okay. Go ahead, Vic. If I were a food item. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can go grenade if you want to, but yeah. Yeah. I would say, uh, Medium well steak. Okay. Why? A little seared. Oh, the outside why. the outside layers are a little tough. Brown. You know, a little seared, you know, a little yep. dark, toughen up. Crispy. And then when you get to those inner layers, it's kind of, you know, soft, <laughs> moist. You know, it's like I have to I knew you're gonna do that. I knew you're gonna do that. <laughs> So it's like I I have this persona. A lot of people when they first beat me. I love like, I'm, this. Gonna, I'm just gonna. I'm no, just gonna you're fine. I like this. And then you're like, you know, you're red. You're gushing as inside. Soon as you're. I said the word. As soon as you're... I said the N word, I was like, I know you guys are gonna lose your shit. No N word. Don't be right. Don't. Just... Oh my god. So no, I'm you're. Uh... Edit so many parts. Yeah, I'm never gonna get to all the edits. Uh, I'll do my best. But no, I, I get it. Right, you're. A bleeding heart on the inside, very soft, cuddly, juicy. Just want to rip into it. No, 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 no. Once you get to know me, though, a lot of people when they first meet me, they feel intimidated. Like I don't, I don't know what it is about me, but a lot of people that don't know me when they first meet me, they're like intimidated by me, and I'm just like, I think you're more stoic. RBF really bad or what? But once you get to know me, it's like, oh, she's pretty cool and chill to hang out with, and it's like, yeah. I kind of just do my own thing, and I don't really follow the the crowd. I, I'm nope. the lone wolf or the black sheep. That's who I am. But once you get to know me, then you're like, oh, I like her. I like so her. So that's why I said a medium well steak. There you go. And a good one. Porterhouse. Ribeye. Yep. Um, in all seriousness, you, you are a little bit more reserved. You're a little bit more stoic. Uh, you also like to ask specific questions. I think PM with not a lot of emotion to it. They're just like normal questions, just kind questions. But I think some people will be intimidated by that because they're not expecting that. They're expecting small talk, but you're not like a small talk person. You're like, hey, I want to actually get to know this human and who the hell's in front of me. Um, if you are in front of me, we're going to make this worthwhile. Um, mm -hmm. That's how you come off as inquisitive and interested. But for other people, they get really nervous and scared, and I think they might scare them off. Not to mention, I mean, there is a bias with people with black women, so I would assume that's a thing as well. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, I vibe with it. I mean, I'm hungry as hell, but you know, I vibe with it. <laughs> My parfaits and cakes and shit. Yeah. <laughs> cakes and pies, cakes and pies. Uh, Spence, bear, bear with uh, the metaphor, because I would do this in group therapy for, for sure, and it would be hilarious. Fair enough. Probably like a burger or something, right? Because I can, I can just, it's a layers, but you know, it's going downwards and you can customize it, change it to whatever you want. I'm just so goddamn delicious. Yeah. Uh, so that actually is somewhat of a neurodivergent trait as well, right? You can customize your layers based on the individuals that you're in front of. Um, and based on what you're seeing, how you're reading the situation, right? Because with some folks, I've seen Spence lock up and like you ain't getting shit out of him. I've seen it where he's bubbly and, and talking shit. Um, it just depends. I've seen it where you're engaging. I've seen it sometimes where you're just assessing. Valid. Uh, burger, customizable. Isn't it Burger King when it says, make it your way? Yep. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. Shout out wow. to Burger King. Yeah. New sponsor for the podcast. <laughs> Let's talk mental health. Burger King. Burger King. Burger King. Are you autistic? <laughs> Customize. We got a burger autism. for you. We got a burger for you. We're going to sell this burger as the autistic burger. <laughs> oh, my. F- yeah, that's not going to hey. go over well at all. No. Nope. <laughs> like, sued. Sued. It'll be like the vaccine mess where everyone's like, this vaccine gave me autism. It's like, that's not how it works. Um, yes. All right. So you'd be a burger. All right. Yeah. What would you uh, be in his ear? I've had a lot of people say like extreme hard outer shells. I've had someone. Ooh, here's the funniest one. Talk they said a burnt marshmallow. And I was like, okay, because it's like kind of nasty looking, and right? obviously all charred and burnt, but it's like super gooey on the inside and like tastes really awesome. And you're like, this is really good. And then immediately, and I was like, have you ever seen the Anakin Skywalker meme where, <laughs> where, where he's burning in the, in the vat oh at the end, it, but technically it's a marshmallow and he's like, you were supposed to be the chosen one. And the marshmallow is just lit on fire. <laughs> Ah, I hate you. I hate you. And uh, their neurodivergent self was just like, I've never seen that, so I'm not going to laugh. And I was like, well, fuck you. Ah. Um, I like the burnt marshmallow thing. Uh, The reason why I brought this up is uh, a couple different reasons, and we'll transition to the next scene. Um, A bunch of my coworkers always identify me as like a big teddy bear. Like they said it last week at a hangout. You're like, oh, you like this big teddy bear. And multiple people said that. And we had a few conversations and they were speaking about some kind of sus things. Uh, like if they were to like create some, uh, do some felonies or misdemeanors, like what would they get in trouble for? So it was like an icebreaker. And a bunch of them said okay. a few things. And I looked at a few people and I was like, I can help you out with those couple things that you said, if you actually want to do it. <laughs> and she was like, and they were like, what? Uh, I was like, uh, I was like, now that I know that you want to be like an art gallery thief, like I, I know that's what you want to do. So I'm going to hide my, like, finger paintings in the house from you, you little shit. Uh, <laughs> like, I still got the turkey from, like, second grade up there, the hand turkey. Um, I saw you looking at it, girl. Um, but they always see me as this teddy bear, which is interesting because they actually know me. Thus, they get to see the gooey, uh, the gooey parts, the part that isn't burnt from the steak, right? They get to see 
some of the real value if it is a whopper um where other people see like the scary entity and i feel like me and shrek share that of being large individuals um i think vic you talked about like uh you know him having like this identity of what black folk go through uh specifically you're talking about like black men and so how that could mm-hmm. be something like in the scene where they feel like they're identified as always this ugly, nasty thing. So we're going to talk about that in the next scene. Um, so that's what I was thinking about. Okay. Uh, side quest for the people. Because today I was talking, I was watching this at work. And so a client came in after I was watching it or in the middle of watching it. And I said, yeah, I was just watching Shrek. And they're like, oh, he's definitely autistic. And I was like, why do you say that? He just wants to be alone. He doesn't want to be bothered by anyone. He just wants his peace and his quiet. And then all you little fuckers start coming into his forest. And now he's got over desensitized and right. he's got to get used to all you. And he just wants to be at peace. I said, yeah, I mean, that's a vibe for a lot of folks uh, that are neurodivergent. Um, She said, and this was the funniest thing. I just can't stand how dirty his house was. I was like, he literally showers in mud. I know. I can't believe it. (laughs) Brushes his teeth with like bugs it was like a bug juice or like a pure bug i don't know yeah. what it was yeah yeah probably like bug juice yeah yeah he like squeezed a bug and something green came out and i was just like hmm. i thought it was a very funny side quest to bring up uh how the student reacted to it and identified as shrek and yet also thought he was disgusting it was very funny okay uh spence yes what are we doing for scene two so for scene two, um, it was all about, like I said in the beginning, it was all about um, stars, right? They were looking, Donkey and Shrek were looking up at stars, reminiscing, talking. Uh, Shrek was pointing out all the different uh, constellations yep. in the sky. And uh, Donkey just wasn't getting it. He was like, what are you talking about? There's nothing up there. There's just like dots. Like, what, what, do, you, what do you mean? Um and then they kind of get into um, how Shrek wants to just be alone and keep everyone out um, because they just don't understand me. They don't, they don't yeah. understand. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, so in that, talking about just isolating himself um, overall, and um, he's actually opening up to donkey and so that's what we've i think that's a big thing that Nas has been talking about is that donkey is kind of like shrek's therapist just nudging 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 until he finally opens up and yes everyone okay jeez yeah it's an intense scene it's like an emotional breakthrough scene in therapy Mm. yeah it is that's when you're like oh this is it this is the breakthrough moment that we've been working through uh, uh, Vic. So in the very end, there he goes. Everyone sees me as this monster when he looks up at him, but I didn't see you like that when I first met you. He's like, I know, Donkey. I know. What do you think about that little part right there? Just that part where he meets someone that saws him, seeing him as just a normal good person. Just validation that, you know, I'm not this big, ugly ogre that people, 
you know, make me out to be or stereotype me to be. It's like, you just see me as a person. You don't see me for all the exterior qualities that people make me out to be that come along with that. So it's, you know, it's validating if you have someone, a friend or family member or a therapist that can actually see you for who you are outside of, you know, whoever you mingle with at work or your family. Misconceptions. And they can, yeah, you could just be you and just be seen for you as a good person versus, you know, all these different claims or how people are, are portrayed to be or how they act. So I think that was a really good moment for Shrek. Like, we, you know, he started off not having a friend and now he has a friend to see him for the true person that he is. I uh, I wish that scene for everyone. Me and Spence just did a podcast on Arnold. And at the end there, it talks about like his best friend that died. Um, and he said, I truly wish all of you get a really good friend like that to experience life with. Uh, and then Spence talked about like how he's had a lot of people invested in him to get to where he's been, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, I think it's pretty cool for someone to finally get a friend. Mm-hmm. And I've met so many students in the last few years and it wasn't a thing when I had met Spencer and we're at St. Mary's. People were still pretty like close. But now with the social media, you see it getting further and further away of just social ineptitude. Lack of friends, maybe one or two, maybe on just video games. And then COVID hit. And so you're just seeing a lot of a lot of isolation. And it's a good majority of my job is working on social skills now. And whether they're neurodivergent or not, it's about just literally just talking and public speaking. And creating a connection. I, it's even the dating stuff. It's just all gotten so difficult in the last few years. And I think all therapists, specifically in this age range, uh, high school and higher ed, will notice that the social anxiety and phobias, the stereotypes and myths, it's polluting everyone. You're talking about eating disorders and body dysmorphia among women and men now. It's been so exacerbated. It's horrific. Uh, people literally can't function outside without hating everything. Um, there's the singer right now that's out. There's a lot of publicity going about her. Uh, forgive me. I think I'm going to pronounce her name wrong. It's the Belly Eilish. Is it Eilish or Eilish or Ellie or? Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish. So a lot of people yeah. like talk about crap about her body. Right? She used to be thin. Now she's gained a little bit of weight. And so they they say a lot of stuff about her body. And today or recently, she said uh, in a podcast, she's like, I'm glad I didn't grow up in this day and age with all the social media because she's a little bit older. She's like, I would have been, I would have been horrible. I would have had an eating disorder for sure to be thin. Um, And the studies are showing that. I just posted some stuff on our LinkedIn the other day about the eating disorders among young women. And because of social media, it's horrific. Um, so there's that route, which social media is polluting a lot of things and making you believe certain things. And then there's also just like, we talked about some racial issues and how we see big dudes or big people in general. Uh, you may see someone like who's obese, like him as disgusting, gross, lazy, they're unhealthy, things like that. Let's just go on the big stuff. Um, you may see a dude that's super jacked or swollen, and be like, oh, he's probably stupid or on steroids. You make up all these preconceived things about people that are large. Specifically, probably unhealthy related things that like 
If you look at an individual that's large, like Shrek, and you get a little ick, like, ugh, it's kind of gross. You need to start thinking about your own internal mechanisms and what you think about, like, larger folks, obesity, fat phobia, and stuff like that. Um, I'm not advocating for everyone being large. I'm just saying that if you look at it with an ick at other people, then you, I guarantee you look at yourself like that if you gain one or two pounds. If you're ashamed of being, you know, 160 instead of 140. It's a lot of stuff that goes into being large that's uh, terrifying. And so I'm glad that we watched Shrek because it goes into a lot of body dysmorphia plus the racism that he goes through for being an ogre because it is about race um, in origin. It's a lot of metaphorical things there. Um, I'm glad that he met Donkey. And I, I won't use the word pray. I really hope that many of you listening to the podcast can find people that you relate to. And that just kind of love you. And I don't care who they are. And I tell a lot of my clients, and some of you may get a little offended to this. I say, what you need is some big people in your life. And they always laugh. I say, because homie, we just want to chill, eat. We ain't, we ain't playing no fucking games. Like, we're just the nicest people there is. We know what it's be, to be bullied and to be shamed about things. We're usually not trying to hurt anyone. Are there some shitty people out there that are probably big? Yes. I said, what you need is it, you need a big dude in your life. Just wants to eat and lift. Uh, eat and play video <laughs> games. They're not very, they're not going to do a lot of harming. Um, uh, and all jokes aside, I hope that you folks find good people like Donkey to pull you out of that shitter. But remember, it's not their job to pull you out of that shitter, but hopefully they can give you a little bit of light to want to exist, to be like the real you. And then you need to do the work on your own. I'm going to bring attention to one thing that me and Spence fell upon at the end of the last pod. We're ending the pods from now on, as long as we can always remember, because we're both ADHD as shit. Is I'm going to say much love and goodbye and take care of yourself. Spence is going to say, or don't. And then I'm going to say, that's up to you. It's up to you folks. So if you meet some good people, remember, do your best to also take control of your life and to make things better as well. Put yourself in front of good people and start reaching out. Um, I didn't plan on going on to social anxiety and phobias and all these things, but it just worked out really good to talk about it because that's what Shrek's going through. He fucking hates literally everything about himself because the world has told him to hate yourself. Mm -hmm. Much like a lot of marginalized identities that are LGBTQ right, that are queer, that are neurodivergent, that are weird or awkward, that are black and brown bodies, um, is that you're gross. And it fucking sucks to feel that way. I know I felt that way many of times. And then I realized that I thought people that looked like me were gross. So I was like, fuck, if I think they're gross, then I hate myself. And maybe I thought about it too much, like Arnold was saying, just stay busy. But I was like, no, this, this was, I've got a lot of Eurocentric, ways I think about my body and identities and what it, what a tr being attractive is. So I related with Shrek as the real me as one of the layers, but I related to Donkey as the older me, the wise therapist that's also a fucking idiot. Sorry to swear. Spence. Mm. Serious question, but funny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I need you to be legit honest and you can talk as much stuff if you want. Try to withhold from a ton of swearing. Do I come off like donkey to you? <laughs> Do I ever get like 
shut up. And then you're like, yeah, yeah. I've told you to shut up. Like during the show, what are you talking about? <laughs> I wasn't going to be like, oh, no, you're so quiet. No, you're like you're, a, you're annoying. You're like a medium well steak, a medium rare steak. Medium. Isn't that what she said? Like, look, you have your moments of where <laughs> you just go on like a rant of like the same shit over and over again. And just so it's just like, shut up, dude. Just shut up. And you're, like, okay. <laughs> you're not like dying. Sometimes you do keep going. Then other days you're just like, okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> yep. um, that's kind of like a running joke I have with Dom where I'm just like, um, anytime I'm like, why don't you just shut your face? She's like, no. And I was like, okay, cool. Fine. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> to be fair, you know, some of us need that redirection. Um, yeah. 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 And I, and I'm down with that too. It's like, sometimes I obviously can, uh, go on rants where I'm just like constantly trying to like joke, 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 joke. And then sometimes I really need somebody to go like, all right, moving on. I'm like, okay, I guess. How's it feel on the podcast when me and Vic get wound up and then you're like the man of sanity in the room. You're like, what are we doing? All right, break. Yeah, I have to be the one that tells people, all right, moving on. <laughs> is that very... like a weird feeling for you? Or do you just like Sometimes assume? feels like I'm being bossy. But at the same time, I know that we have to stick. We've got material subject. to get to. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so um, that's one of the things, right? Is that um, it does feel weird sometimes being like the guy that's like has to really maneuver the show, just really steer it in the right direction. But at the end of the day, it's kind of like have to do it. Cause, yeah. uh, and I know I'll do the same thing of where it's like I'll go on like a, you know, tangent or something. Yep. Uh, tell myself like, all right, well, got to gotta get through this stuff in less than like two, three hours. So. <laughs> Uh, I bring this up because Donkey is also like a neurodivergent individual. If you think about it in a way of being just going and running and ranting. So I hung out at this thing the other day and I saw like one person's eyes glass over and I'm like, I'm talking too much, aren't I? Yeah, I did it. I did that thing again where I talk a lot and then you're laughing, but you're not really laughing. I'm like, you're dead inside, aren't you? And then she just walked away. I'm like, yep. I, I definitely yep. were. Wow. Got it. Got it. But that's kind of the thing, though. It's like, it's you really, you find it like in the middle because it's like either you're not going to talk at all. Yep. And nothing will be said, or you'll talk too much. And, you know, people think that you're just like a chatterbox. So it's like, either way, it's like, and that's where the kind of self editing really helps. Because then you can be like, I'm just going off on like a tangent that doesn't mean anything and it's not really getting a reaction or anything like that. I'm just going to stop it here. I'm just yep. going to stop it. So yeah. it's it's a weird you're looking for a lot of facial expressions and you also have like a timer in your head. Like, yeah. I need to shut up. So uh, the rest of the hangout with all these people from work, I was like, let me just chill and ask questions and like let everyone else talk. Cause I don't, there's a lot of women that are therapists, right? And so there's only a couple dudes. And if I'm the dude just being a chatterbox, I don't want to be that dude. Oh um, my God, this guy won't shut up. Yeah. yeah. 
Fucking masculinity here, just talking away. Oh, man, thinks he can talk over me as yeah. you talk over me. <laughs> okay, so it could be seen the other way then, though. Go like, ahead. So when I, I do intake, so I tell people, like, oh, this isn't a therapy session. And when I ask a closed-in question and they're like, oh, yeah. And then there's a lot of verbiage behind it. I'm like, I let them kind of get it out, kind of ran a little bit. And I'm in my head, I'm like, all right, at some point, I'm going to have to interject. And back on track. Right back on the track. So it's like, it let people do it for a little bit. Then you're like, let's really get back in. Let's focus. So I, I totally get it. Yeah, it's a thing. So you and Spence get it. And then any therapist knows that sometimes you get your clients that are a little bit more wound up, more anxious. They just need to vent. They're more ADHD and like the tangents and they don't even make eye contact. It's not like a neurodivergent thing. They're just out in their own realm. They don't even know that you exist in the room. I'm like, yep, sweetheart, let's, let's backtrack. The one thing. Let, oh, let, they're having like a manic episode. Yep. And you're just like, yep, this is going to be a fun one. <laughs> yep. This is going to yep. be, we're going for a ride. Yep. Buckle in. <laughs> Anyone got my, my backup cocaine? Cause I need some energy for this one. Where's the, where's the regular cocaine? Where's I already go? use that at 830 in the morning to get to the intake. Yeah. yeah. Just in your coffee. Just That's like, gone. Mm. Yeah. It's like my, my funny story. If I don't have anyone in my office at eight o'clock or nine o'clock, I would literally eat my lunch at like 9.30 because I'm like, I'm bored. I'll just eat my lunch. And I'm like, fuck, what? I did it again. <laughs> Read a book. Check or just email. do paperwork, check email. No, I just, it's just sit. I can feel my food mocking me like donkey. You want Wait, it. Wait, you have paperwork? Oh, I mean, I've got notes to do and stuff at work, work. Yeah. What? Yeah, I have to do notes on the sessions. Hey. Shame hey. on you for not getting it done the same day. I know. No, I don't. No, I'm kidding. I almost people procrastinate. Um, but yeah, the food is just sitting there like Spence is like, come on, you know you want it. You know you, no, you want me. You, you know you want it. It's just Bring like the snacks. burgers and good burger. I've got the Are you food not eating on, breakfast? I got the food on the bottom. You know where it's at. One <laughs> of the parfait ones. Yeah. I figured Some you would. Delicious parfaits. Uh, um, yeah, uh, therapist will have to restructure people like donkey. I also thought neurodivergent folks could relate to it. I remember specifically being on a date where a person was like, you literally just talked about you at work and like how much you love your job for like two hours. It's like, no, I didn't. You said like two things like, come on in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It I was the even... order. No, I was, I was ordering was food. Order. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, whatever. They asked me a question, so I answered it. It just went on for a while. I don't know. Jesus Christ. Speak up. You know, if you got some shit to say, say something. Yeah. Oh, Why don't you woman this up? This is my session. Yeah, woman up. I just got done listening to, like, six adolescents, like, cry about their trauma. You're going to hear about their, them and me and, like, me hating them and they hating me. We're going we're gonna to learn about this. And then we might have a conversation at the end of this. Maybe. Yeah. And then I'll, <laughs> I'll let you smell my face. Don't do it. No, I'm not. I didn't go too weird. Yeah. Weird Vic's just like, God damn it. Um, I'm like, here we go. Here we go. Got here we go. No, hole. I landed it. Yeah, I was PC. Um, yep. Okay. Let's dive into scene three. And looks like we're doing pretty good on time. So scene three. 
pretty good on time yeah whoa, so we were wrecked. there's so much editing to do this. i know <laughs> okay <laughs> scene three um so uh to back up a little bit it's um fiona actually yeah. is an ogre um she turns into one at night and so um, it's a thirsty she's having... sorry <laughs> that's how they get you <laughs> I'm definitely getting this white woman, Shrek. Yeah. As soon as you get married to him, I tell you. Gotcha, bitch. (laughs) I just snorted. Got him, all right. Uh, So now she she was having a conversation with Donkey and um, talking about how how anyone could love uh, like a monster like her. Right. She was talking about herself and then Shrek was eavesdropping and um, thought that she was talking about him. Right. And so he gets pissy and then he goes off, brings back Lord Farquaad so that then they can get married and lift the curse, (laughs) the curse. Um, And so, um, yeah. And then. And then Shrek is walking back, and then Donkey's like, come on, man, you can't let her go. All right, let's go back to our swamp. And he's like, no, 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 no. You're not going to do that. And then um, they have a big argument. Um, and he, it just really kind of goes to show, it was like, um, Shrek thought he could, like, trust both of these people, Donkey, Fiona, um, and by his own kind of, you know, accidentally eavesdropping on them and thinking um, that they were talking about him. Now he's really isolating himself again because he's hurt. He's a hurt boy. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much the same. Sad boy vibes. Uh, sad boy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sad song. Yeah. And yeah, they because it was sad song came after that. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Um, I chose this scene because I feel like it's a good story arc. Starts out curmudgeon emotional breakthrough in therapy, and then right the downfall. So it's a really good storyline for like any movie. Uh, but specifically, I think I felt like I wanted to cry. I didn't because I was at work, but I wanted to cry because how hurt Donkey was. Um, and he just like ears go down like a dog being yelled at and it's just like what did i do wrong so we're just not friends anymore uh that that shrek was in so much pain that he hurt donkey as as much as he could in that moment um so it made me think of hurt people hurt others Mm, i was gonna say that yep it made me think of couples counseling and when you're hurting you know you're hurting your partner you could be hurting your kids mentally, physically, uh, emotionally. Uh, you know, people that are, are happy and like life is going well, you're not doing shit like that. You're not lashing out like that. I was talking to some, some humans in couples therapy, and I said, so you were hurt. And they're like, no, I wasn't. I was angry. You were, Yes, you were angry, but you were hurt first. You thought that everyone was gaining a, uh, or messing with you, playing this board game with your friends and your partner and and then you blew up on your partner because they're trying to sabotage you. But everyone told you that's the game, is to make the winner of the last one lose. You were mm-hmm. the winner of the last game, and thus they all attacked you. But you blew up. 
and made a scene and you pointed fingers at your partner because you think that they have something against you when they don't completely delusional but it's it, it digs at some deeper insecurities and them being hurt and then they blow up um, mm. most of us that are angry are hurt about something mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be like oh i'm sad you know just like oh fuck you man like that was hurt that was mean that was wrong that was derogatory that was oppressive that that wasn't good or nice to say um and he lashes out and he hurts probably the only person that's ever really liked him for him that only really loved him for him uh, uh friendship love right platonic love which i think sometimes is even more pure and innocent than even romantic love because there's nothing that you want from that person's body you just want to like hang out and me pizza like i guess that's my part of it, like a friendship <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can't even eat pizza anymore pizza? this is not a real friendship is it no yeah no if i can't eat pizza with you if we can't eat chinese food together then we are not friends and some people make it jealous that yeah. other people are eating chinese food with you I, i'm telling you people have said that yeah like why you be hanging <laughs> out with spencer I was there <laughs> yeah and i was like this is weird yeah. You made things weird. Uh, I have friends. You are someone that I know. You are not a good friend. Um, Vic's like, wait a minute. I ain't ate Chinese food with you. I've only seen you in person like exactly. three times in like 20 know, years. Like, Calm shit. down. I'm just chopped liver over here. Just yeah. Just like, <laughs> I was eating Chinese food like it was great. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. We. I promise you we will go get Chinese. Here. When I go to Detroit, whatever Chinese restaurant you want to pick, we're going to it. I, I hope to God that it doesn't happen. <laughs> All right. Just I'm fucking laugh. <laughs> he's like, yeah, we went to Chick-fil-A. Spencer's like, yeah, no, he's not your friend. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> you didn't even sit down. You all were in separate cars. <laughs> yeah. He's Damn. like, Spence will be like, so did he order? Spence knows this. Did he order like 18 egg rolls? If he didn't order 18 egg rolls, he's not, he's not your friend. <laughs> because i remember that one time i ordered them and then the waitress was like are these for here to go it's like why would they be for here like damn all 18 of them by yourself right now i said i'm taking these back home to family she goes sure sure yeah she did not oh did she really say that (laughs) she did not believe you she just smiled she's like oh oh it's okay fat man it's okay yeah yeah sure you are yeah yeah Yeah, lucky she didn't call me an ogre. <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like Kung Fu Panda just shoving the dumplings in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why are you always the fat <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm fat. <laughs> I'm oh my Because everyone I love is fat. <laughs> We talked about body shaming. No, I mean, I'm not shaming fat. I just like enjoy the fat characters. The picture behind me, the metaphorical picture behind me is a little chubby fat panda. Like it's <laughs> the Winnie the Pooh that's next to me is very fat that his shirt doesn't cover his belly. Oh, I'd love some honey. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love my fat people, man. What are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. We just start. I'm so hungry. I am so hungry. I know. <laughs> Yeah. Can't talk about parfaits no more. <laughs> Did someone say steak? No, mistake. Oh, you got me excited. Oh. <laughs> seared, oh. seared mistake. Seared. Um, 
but yeah, so I went on my little spiel, and I'm sure a lot of folks that know Divergent will relate to Shrek and relate to some of these feelings, push people away. Um, yeah. As a, as my client today that we were talking about Shrek, and they said I could talk about a few of these things. Um, I said I, I you want you're confusing, and you're like Shrek in these ways that you want people, but you don't want people because all the anxiety they brings and extra variables, and you can't calculate for everything. But you want community. I said, paint me the perfect picture in your life. And she literally broke down a bunch of things that was the resemblance of community and having like a legit, almost like a, a shared garden with each other and all this stuff and like a subdivision. And it was like quite wonderful. Um, but I'm like, but you don't like people, but like I could grow to like them. And it was just so interesting. I said, you like Shrek. So I, I wonder who your donkey will be. She's like, do I need to make more friends? I was like, do you have the energy to make more friends? No. I said, there's your answer. Uh, I was like, therapy's good enough for now. She's like, yeah, therapy's good enough for now. Uh, this is this is enough talking for the week. I was like, All right. Uh, so, you knuckleheads. Because I'm trying to get things to be more personal at times. Uh, hello. Have you? Hello. How are you? You um, <laughs> a bit. When was the last time that you got super curmudgeon-y and you're just like, fuck, I don't want to talk to anyone. I'm done. I'm done. Like, just leave me alone. I need one or two weeks. And I know Spence, it happened on the podcast a while, a little bit ago. Me and Vic were like, hey, man, you good? I was like, I'm like, hey, bro, yeah. are you good, bro? Yeah. I get my moves. Yeah, I was like... Do I say something? I don't want to say no, something. He, he explodes. You would have cut her? <laughs> I taught <Damn>. you too well. <laughs> you talking about cutting people now? What the fuck? Fine cutting. <laughs> like right. a good steak. It's just like... <laughs> there it is. Um, I want you to talk about maybe the last time. You don't have to talk about the details. But you can if you want to, either one of you. But when was the last time you were just like kind of like you could feel yourself isolating? And how long did it take you to get out of that? Did it take a week, months? I know, Vic, you've been through a lot of things. Uh, me and Spence were talking about it recently on how long you've been on the pod with us. And we remembered that, you know, things were weird for a while. Oh, yeah. The timeline from when I first started to now. And, and right now we've talked about you're just like, I mean, you're laughing and having fun. Like you're legit and you're the mm -hmm. one stirring the pot now these days. Something to notice. Uh, all I could think of is chili. I am so fat. Jesus. Yeah, all I'm right. sorry. Please answer the question, Vic. So yeah, it's Vic, summertime, go. and you want chili? If you if really? you're friends with Colin, that's all you eat is chili. <laughs> Dwight, oh, turkey chili. chili or beef? Yeah, he makes all types oh, of chili. Oh my fucking god! Answer the question. When was it? <laughs> Some of our clients are going to be like, this is good. Um, when was the last time you isolated? And then how long did it take you to get out of that funk? Hmm. I would probably have to say. Probably the fall. So fall through March. Because that was a tough time. Um, going through a divorce. Selling my house, unsupportive spouse, 
cancer diagnosis, very limited supports, having to commute my kids 45 minutes to school, go to work, go to treatment, manage personal life. Um, so really kind of testing people's boundaries, like who's really there for me when it comes to like family and friends. Um, and now through the thick of it all, through the thick of it all, where I'm at now in my life, it's like, okay, I, I know who my people are. I know who I trust. I know who I have my kids around, not to have them around. Um, so I would say the fall through March, that was a, a time I was just kind of like, eh, I'm going to just get my shell because I shared, these are the things I'm going through, but I'm not getting a lot of feedback from people. I'm not getting the support that I thought I would get. And I have a teammate who's, uh, she just got diagnosed a few weeks ago. Oh, geez. And I told her, I said, you know, based on my experience, you know, it's up to you if you want to disclose that to the world or if everyone to know. And I told the, you know, I gave her my spiel, like, I told people and I felt like it was just kind of like, oh, yeah, whatever. So what? So and then some people were reactive to it and some people were not. So I said, it's kind of up to you, but you know, you have my support anytime you need to talk or you have questions, let me know. Um, and I told my, my first cousin the same thing because she, she went through a divorce and her ex-spouse is a complete asshole. Worse than my ex, like Jesus. demeaning. Um, oh, no. And she, okay. they have a, a, a shared seven-year-old. And I'm just like, I said, find your people, um, but you got to have boundaries and set some limitations. So um, I would say d during the fall till, you know, mid-spring, I went through that period of like, I'm going to be reclusive. And, you know, if people are really there for me, they'll reach out and they'll be, you know, be there for me. So I would say that would be the time frame when I was just kind of like, eh. Let me fall back. Let me kind of do some self-reflection and some cognitive reframing, you know, throw some meditation in there, some prayer, get myself back on track. That's, you know, that's what I got to do. Can you tell that your mood is exponentially changed in the last few months? Yes. Um, especially when I, I did like some cancer screenings and then they're like, oh, you don't have any genetic predispositions, predis uh, sorry, not the yeah. right word predisposition yeah for yeah. other cancers so the, the type that i have is like i don't know stress induced or something environmental so it's like hmm i don't have the genetic factors for these other things but the type that i have was not genetic based so then i started with thinking back like okay so in 2020 that was a very stressful time in my life and ex-marriage had shingles I had a tumor in my tongue, Jesus. Uh, had surgery on something else. And I'm just like, that marriage was literally killing me. It was killing me. So it was like a symbiote. I feel like, yeah, I feel like I'm a testimony for people that are going through tough times. And I'm like, hey, if you can make it work and both people are willing to go to therapy and make shit happen and on the same page, great. But if it's not and you see these red flags and these signs and things going on and you guys know some more of the more intimate details yep. that I'm not going to disclose. Nope, you don't need to. Yep. Um, but if both parties are willing to make things work, then that's great. But you can't have one person doing all the work and the other person's just like, I'll pacify you with what I want you to know and hear, but I'm going to just continue to BS. So it's for those of you that are married, stick in there, make it work because marriage is work. 
It's not yep. like a fairy tale, like, oh, this shit is so wonderful. Like, you're going to have ups and downs in any relationship, whether you're married or not. It's working through it. Yep. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i glad that you spoke on some of those things. And sorry to put you on the spot, but I know you're very open. I was actually talking to Pops about this the other day. So one thing I appreciate with Vic is you always know what you're getting. And she's not scared of anything. And you can handle me and Spencer's like wildest stuff. And you're just, you're unfazed. You <laughs> laugh and you're unfazed. And you always know what you're getting. And it's always authentic. And you never have to guess what they're thinking or you never, it's never an act. Where some of the other people that we've spoken to or that we know as friends or coworkers, you're like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> even one of my favorite humans, uh, Serena, that's on the podcast, you know, she's got the face that she puts on. Then she's got, you know, a little devil too. Um <laughs> I've always appreciated that about you. And I think many others are intimidated by that as what you said. They see you as maybe like a Fiona where it's like, oh, I don't know, you're still an ogre. Uh, <laughs> it's like, no, I'm a good person. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know how it came up, but me and Pop were going grocery shopping and then you came up. And then I said that me and Spence were talking about you. And I said, she's changed so much. And she's just so happy. And I said, I'm happy for her. She deserves to be happy instead of that fucking bullshit that she was dealing with. Uh, so I'm glad that you talked about that. Hopefully other people will listen to Vic. And if she can do it, then others can do it. You just got to get the right people in your corner. You got to find your donkey. Yep. Or donkeys. Donkeys. You got to find a. <laughs> you got to find some really good asses. He beat me to it. Damn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad both of you really going for the same joke there. Same, Good. same. Um, Vic, you're appreciated, and I love having you on the podcast, and it's an honor to know you. You should know that. Yes. Thank you, guys. And I think that... Get out. Yeah. Now leave. <laughs> this is enough. We need a man enough now. <laughs> yeah. We want balls here. <laughs> I got balls. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, well, I'm down now. <laughs> um, deep, stop. damn. Yeah, hey. see, we. <laughs> Jesus. I got a deep voice. No. It's very, it's very oh, feminine. Shit. I just was watching The Last of Us. He's like, You're like my daughter, but you know, you're just, you know, you're not as feminine. He's like, I don't mean anything bad by it. She's like, No, I'm not feminine. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> he like tears her down. Zombies, knife by knife. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, Spence, yeah. last time you think you were self isolating, kind of in the muck. It's, it's usually when after I'm like I get home from hanging out with like Dom for like a couple days or something and then once I get back home kind of just get very isolated I don't know why it is but like I mean it's I would say probably mostly because like my sister still lives here and don't really get along with her and so um I just know that I'm going to just have to hear her voice and I get like, like that just so quick, I get annoyed. And so, um, usually it's when I, because with Dom, I, it's very carefree, just, you know, um, it's very easy to hang out with her. Don't have to worry about anything, just us in the moment. And it's great. Um, but then once I come back here, it's kind of just like, I'm out of that moment. I'm out of that, like that mode. Yeah. And then maybe I, 
I'm not sure yet. Maybe it's just um, I just have like a lot of energy when I'm with her and it's just like it's great. It's fine. Don't. And, you know, I get to just talk and hang out with somebody, goof around um, for like days, hours, whatever. And so I don't know. Once I get back home, it's kind of just like uh, I need like a day or two to kind of get out of like a funk that I'm in. Um and then I'm back to normal. I'm good. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, so without like therapizing you. Um, right. So I want to do that. But I've had clients that report things like this for relationships all the time, specifically if they're yeah. like a little bit long distance you know, not like days away, but yeah. they'll be with their partner. It's super fun. It's energetic. They get to be with the person that they love and that brings them uh, comfort, energy, laughter, all of it. You're eating food. It's a blast. And then you have to leave and go back home. And right. it's always a little bit of grief, a little bit of depression, a little bit of sadness. Um, so that's one thing with couples that you'll see. Um, I'll see a lot with my neurodivergent people. They're with the person that brings them joy, and then they go around to everyone else that kind of like saps it out of them. And so they're a little depressed that they have to be around them and then put on that show again and put on their. Right. I was watching the show Beef, the season two, which we're going to do a clip on. And the one dude puts on a suit. And he said, It feels like armor. I'm not going to lie. When mm -hmm. I put on a suit, it does feel like armor. It feels like you just feel really good, very attractive. Uh, right. And then you have to put back on your suit of armor when you go home, right? It's back to that reality. And then you get like habituated to it. Okay. And now you're good. So it could be multiple yeah. different things that are going on with your mood. Yeah. I think a lot of our clients will relate to that. Relationships, friendships, when they're around some of their neurodivergent individuals, or if they're neurotypical, just around some of their good friends. And then they got to go back to work. Here's a very good example. Mm. The weekend. And then you got fucking Monday. Garfield moment. Ah. Uh, I was so exhausted. Today was not a hard day. And I was so exhausted that I had to like do stuff in the office. And I literally felt like shit came home, fell asleep. And I woke up just before this. Um, my dad's like, you lazy sack of taters. <laughs> uh, Mondays, man. Um, yeah. This guy just kind of curmudgeoning on, on Mondays. See, that's like, I don't know. I guess Sunday days are like curmudgeoning days. Which is have, great because we record on Sundays. So, yeah. what was the anticipation? Like, oh shit, the weekend's almost over. Reality's going to be setting in soon, and it's like you, you can't even be in the moment to enjoy the actual day because you're dreading the following week to come. I have people bring that up all the time. Is now they get anxious because they have to prepare and they got a bunch of shit to do. Right, because you know Friday was their blow off night, and then Saturday they get to have a little bit of fun or go shopping, and then Sunday now they have to prep for the week, uh, mentally, mm -hmm. cognitively, emotionally, especially my neurodivergent individuals, right? And if, especially if you're in school, Sunday's a grind day. If you're in school, yeah. that's a grind day because you got to get everything done for Monday that you put off because you're supposed to do it Friday night, but you didn't. Instead, you got pizza, mm -hmm. and, and then and then you got Chinese food with your fat friend on Saturday. Jesus so. Christ, man. <laughs> This is the food podcast. <laughs> well, hey, I thought that was that poster. I picked that poster behind Vicky because I thought it was the food guy. The uh, what was his name? Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. I almost said Bam Margera. <laughs> wow, the food guy who rides a skateboard. He was also a drug addict. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> ADHD moment there. Um, 
but it's a vibe. Uh, I would also say a lot of my neurodivergent individuals it's about just just being tired. So even though it was all love and good vibes, they're done. I mean, that's a good amount of energy. And so my my human today, they were talking about Shrek. I was in this funk, and I thought maybe I need to socialize more. And so they went and socialized, and like, that didn't make me feel any better. I'm like, no, I don't think you needed to socialize more. And so then we started methodically breaking down what was going on, and they were overstimulated from like these other things that were impending doom in their mind. So I helped therapize and untangle some of these webs, gassed them up in their confidence for what they had to do, settled some of their issues with being overstimulated and crying and the shame, and they were good. They're like, oh shit, I'm ready to tackle the world. I got another week's worth of energy, and then I'll see you next week, a hot-ass mess. I'm like, I got your back. Uh, <laughs> she's privileged enough to where she'll make good money, and she'll be able to have a therapist if she wants one, which is also a stigma because some people are like, well, I'm going to have to have a therapist forever. Who cares? Fuck it. You got to do it to be happy and to be in a good relationship or uh, to love people, then I guess that's what we got to do. So, And I think that's something we need to start integrating when it comes to mental health. Like, I don't know when this began, but how it became separate from general health. But going to therapy should just be normalized in general. I mean, go to the doctor for a wellness check. Why can't you go to therapy for the same? I 100% agree. 100% agree. I just talked to Spence on the podcast yesterday um, for Lord of the Rings. And I think I want to make a shirt that says therapist on the back. Um, And then DSP Spectrums, like a little small logo on the chest right in the corner. And I think I was going to make that and then send it to uh, us uh, on the pod. Um, I want to wear it in the gym. I want to fight some stereotypes of me being this big brown dude and it's saying therapist. I know it's going to bring up some conversations that I legit don't want, but I would, I would, I'd like to fight that battle of this brown male being a therapist. I think that would be fun. It would be like a black shirt, like white idea. letters that says therapist. Um, yeah. Or like you could put, you know, a black therapist on yours. You could put identity on it, right? A large therapist <laughs> for mine. <laughs> What's up? I think they understand she's black. I, I you know. He's like, where, where are we doing? Oh, I, I mean, I would wear. I'm black. A black therapist. Hey, <laughs> hey. I'm black. Just in case you right now, I'm, I'm black. Just in case you colorblind. I'm black. black. Got a little going on. I'm one of the real ones. <laughs> I'm as black as night. She just starts talking like Batman. Yeah. Um, oh my God. I'm thinking a new girl when Nick, they're kind of come up with like things to make and creations. And they're like, it's a black robot. And he's like, Schmidt's like, no, we can't advertise. It's going to be terrible. It's the blackest of the black. And they're like, shut up, dude. Um, but no, in actuality, like you'll see it, like, it'll say like, I am a black doctor. Um, yep. And so I thought that would be cool to fight some stereotypes. Yeah. Yeah. And also if you have your own business, it could trudge up some business. I don't mean, yeah, I thought about it. I think we're going to do that. Um, I can't wait to see the reaction. People just hit me with tomatoes. <laughs> Stop talking about mental health. Yeah. You snowflake. Question for you, being that, you know, you do therapy and you're out and about 
do you have random people come up to you in public, like at the grocery store or you're shopping or just you mean my, food? You mean my clients or just random people talk to me? Just random people. I have random people all the time, like spark up conversations at the grocery store. And I'm like, am I wearing like, do I have like therapists across my forehead? Because people are like telling me life stories. I'm like, I just want to get out the store. Uh, I just want to get my food and go. It happens to me all the time. You're a little bit more what I would say approachable because you know you yeah, you are um, attractive. You don't really have approachable faces. Yeah. Much. I'm I'm kind of like the dude that you're like, he's gonna rob me and then sell my body parts for drugs. I went no. somewhere. All right. <laughs> Vic, they're like, he looks kind of pretty. I'm gonna go talk to her. Yeah. Most of us are like, he looks angry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he looks like Shrek. <laughs> oh my god. Wait a minute. Let me sketch green. Yep. 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 <laughs> it makes Check sense. Out. Yep. Um uh yeah. not random people, Vic, but uh it'll be if I tell people I'm a therapist, then it'll be life story. And I have clients uh, that come up to me sometimes in the weight pit, but it's like a small chat, nothing super sketch. Uh I really don't have in-depth conversations with people that I don't know at random places. It's really super surface, and I, I know how to mm -hmm. get my way out of it. Um, and to be fair, most of the time I'm in public, it's grocery shopping, and I have my father with me, so he has a limited amount of time that he can walk, so I'm going to tell you to piss off pretty mm. quickly. Um, and the other time I'm at the way pit, and most people are grinding and doing their thing. So I'm out and about, but I'm really not. As my father says, it's a new thing called what, uh, what the Americans are doing called bed rotting. I do a lot of bed rotting. Just rotting in the bed, what? just rotting away. It, it's a new thing since COVID. New thing since COVID that people really aren't leaving their house, specifically their beds or their couches, and they're just kind of rotting away. A lot of bed sores. A lot of bed sores. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I probably should just take a few more showers. I'll probably cure some of that. But we're done with the pod. Yeah. <laughs> The bed sores really, it's like, you know, yep. really capped yep. it off there. Good ending. <laughs> Tasty. God, it could never end well. It's always just like, you know what? Bed sores. That's yeah. what my clients say. They're like, why do you always end it weird on Zoom? I'm like, I don't know. I just have to. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> yeah. It's the tism. I shouldn't have got that damn COVID shot. That's a joke. Okay. F yeah, joke. Joke, people. And that's the end of the show. God, idiot. Uh, he's a doctor, people. He's a doctor. Uh, so, thank you, everybody, for joining us today. Uh, like we said at the beginning of the pod, uh, go to Bub's Naturals and Cure Hydration to get 20% off your entire order. DSP20. DSP20. Um yeah, we would love to keep on having these guys as sponsors. So go check them out and get Please. some stuff. Yes. Um, also, don't forget that we're having more therapists on. Um, get more peeps. Get more people on. Yep. Yeah. More different faces. Not the same old faces with new chests. Um, Damn. That was wrong. <laughs> that was wrong. I'm editing that. No, that's fine. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I play with it. Okay. I, no, I'm done. Continue. Okay. There you go. Um, thank you, everybody, for joining. 
Thanks for being on the pod. Thank you guys. I always love being here. Yep. Same. Right. All right. Thank you for joining us, everybody. I'm Spencer. That's not us. Different Spectrum Podcast. Peace, everyone. Much love. Bye. And remember, take care of yourself. Or don't. That's up please to you. Do. No, that's up to them. Don't please do. That's up to them. Yeah. Yeah. Don't ruin our saying. We just came up with this. I know. <laughs> do it again. Do it again. No. It's <laughs> no, over. It's we're done. done. The show's it, over. It is what it is. <laughs> they get what they get. <laughs>